Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. I am your conspiracy asshole. Primetime 99, Alex Stein, and guess what? We have a very lovely guest. That's right. The one, the only, Bailey, the rock and roll space witch herself. You can catch her on Tinfoil Hat with Sam Triple. She was just recently interviewed on there. You guys all need to listen to it, but Bailey is very woke. She's very beautiful. And you know we love beautiful, smart women because, listen, Bailey, I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to sit here and brag, but I consider myself the best looking man in the conspiracy business. I mean, you look at Alex Jones, he's, he's a hefty set man. You look at Sam Tripoli, very attractive man, but he's got, you know, he doesn't ha- I got something special, Bailey. And you know what? I used to be a fat, ugly man. I still am a fat, ugly man, but this is what I got. I got a lot of swag, and I got a lot of grind and shine, Bailey. So that's all it takes in this world. So if there's some fat guy out there like, I don't think I can get a girlfriend. Guys, if you start grinding, I guarantee you'll start shining. And Bailey, I think, can attest to that, Bailey. So as we sit here, and the Mozart plays in the background for a little bit longer, welcome to the castle. How are you doing this lovely evening, Bailey? Thank you so much. Honestly, I've uh, been doing good. I was actually thinking the same thing. You are one of the best looking people in the game for sure. Um, not to toot my own horn, you know, maybe me too. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, for sure, Bailey, asshole. for sure. Yeah, I'm a conspiracy bitch. So here we are. I'm excited wow, to be here. What if we had a baby? The conspiracy brat. Oh my God, the conspiracy brat. Like the brat pack, Robert Downey Jr. He would be conspiracy Iron Man and he would have a conspiracy crack problem. It's all, it's it's beautiful. It's shaping up. It's shaping up to be a uh, beautiful show. I, I want to see, I, please tell us in the, in the chat if the audio is fine. Uh, I just want to know for the people watching at home because we just did it. And the chat's being weird. It's saying it's 14 people's watching, but... Nobody's talking in the chat, which is unusual, Bailey. So I don't know. Let me test it out, see if it's working. Um, it looks like it is. Bailey, there's always something new with YouTube. They're always trying to shadow ban me. They're always trying to shut me down. And you face the same issue. So tell me about how did you get shut down with uh, Instagram, your first account? Man, that was rough. So I got shut down on like all platforms. It got to the point where I actually just deactivated my Facebook because I didn't want to deal with those commie bastards anymore. But uh, so last, what was it? Last summer, um, I put up a video on Twitter and it was a live Instagram video with Robert uh, RFK, Robert F. Kennedy, talking with Dr. Andy Wakefield. And uh, I actually asked him, I said, touch your nose if JFK Jr. is alive. And he totally looked at the comment, leaned in and touched his nose. Oh, I saw that. Uh, Is that the video that went viral? That was your video, Bailey, that went viral? Okay, so I saw that video. So that's... Okay, so, so, but see, what's funny about that, uh, uh, I saw that on your Instagram. So you posted that and that got you shut down? Wait, so, so, so what happened with that? Wait, what's the story? Because I don't know. It, but I've seen that. Got... I've seen that video a thousand times. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, I feel like it's had over a million views so far if you like add up all the different platforms that have been sharing it. Um, I know on my original video on Twitter, which it was just like this fake name, fake conspiracy name. Um, so it wasn't my actual name. If you go and look it up and it shut thousand views. And I guess that put me on a list where all my accounts were shadow banned. Um, Cause I was promoting my Instagram through that. And then I, you know, I got a couple thousand followers from that video on my Instagram. I made so many awesome friends with people from across the world. 
And then uh, four days before the election this year, that account actually got taken down and I wasn't inciting violence. I wasn't, you know, I was totally adhering by community guidelines, but just because I'm conservative, I got shut down. And, and and that's that's what might happen with my account. So I have an Instagram account with like not that many, like fifteen thousand people. And it used to be fun because I used to have a ton of interaction, people talking on it. And they shut it down before the election, and they like hyper shut it down right before the election. Uh, and so it just sucks when you actually build it up and you like there's a following, and then it just when you post there, it doesn't go to anybody. But you know, what are we gonna you know do? But you're in Alberta, Canada. Is that correct? Alberta, Canada. I like to say it's the Texas of Canada, if you will. So. A, a lot of people say that. A lot of people say that. But listen, I got to ask you. Let me pull it up on Twitter now. What the hell is the context of this video? I got to find it. It, it. It's Justin Trudeau, who I know you're in Alberta. They hate Trudeau. Um, uh, but but this is a video of him. And people call me a baby truther because like I'm deep into truth. But you know, I still believe in like some sort of um, you know I still believe like like political and politicians do real stuff. But let me do a share screen. What is the context Dude, of this? Counter Hold on. The sheet. What is the context of this statement? Because I've been trying to look at share screen. What does he mean right here? Oh shoot! I gotta fit this. Hold on. Maybe make Excel saw or sorry. Um, okay. What is the context, Bailey? In this video, what is he saying when he says she covery? What does he mean? Let me play the video. It is exactly the example of the kinds of things you need to do to counter the she, sesh, the she session and turn it into a she covery. Fact is, uh, the conservatives don't talk about that in their lengthy platform. What does that mean? Is that is he just trying to do the feminine? I don't. I'm confused. What is that, Bailey? What is a she session? What the, what does that mean? What's the joke? What's the? Oh, that's just Justin Trudeau. Like he makes up words all the time because he's so. In, inanimate and just so stupid that he actually doesn't know how to speak. I mean, he couldn't remember what was it. It's my favorite gaffe of his uh, two years ago. He couldn't remember what you would call a water bottle. And he kept saying, oh, oh yeah, yeah, my family, we're cutting down on plastics by uh, we don't drink, you know, uh, uh, plastic. We drink, um, you guys know, uh, boxed cardboard uh, water. And that's how he described water bottles. We're like, you're literally just the stupidest man on the planet. I just don't get it. Let and me hear this either. again. Listen it to me. is exactly the example of the kinds of things you need to do to counter the she session, the she session, and turn it into a she covery. Like I, I guess I don't even understand. I mean, and, and so Jordan Peterson, this is one of his tweets I saw. This simply cannot be redistributed enough. Like I, I don't, I, I just still am confused. I guess so. He's trying to be like a social justice warrior and use she instead of like re. I, I don't, I don't even know. He's just trying to add she. I don't even know that that's a masculine term. I, I, I'm recession and recovery. Is that's Matt? A re R E is means a penis. What is she, what does R E mean? I mean, I, I'm so confused by this. I'm so confused. And you know what? What pisses me off, baby? I love made up words. I use made up words all the time. I mumble. I, you know what? I kind of look at Trudeau. I kind of he's a faggot, but I kind of like him. You know what I'm saying? I don't like him. I don't like him. But like, I I, I know he's just a normal guy. Has self esteem issues. A little bitch ass. His daddy probably was busy. His dad gave him no attention. He was basically put in by the New World Order. You know, we, we like to tease him. He's a total douche. Total cocksucker. We'll give him all that. But, you know, at the end of the day, he still kind of was brought up, probably chosen this. He probably didn't have a lot of choice in it because, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know that. But what do you think? What do you think his background is and how did he get in power in your opinion? Well, I mean, one, he is the biggest social justice warrior fag out there. Like, I'll just say that first and foremost. Um, two, he is the biggest panderer. I mean, he panders to everyone and it's just so pathetic 
how he still keeps getting voted in, I don't know. Um, it must be some Dominion system or something like that. <laughs> um, but question, yeah, his dad didn't give him a lot of attention. And that's probably why he's acting out like this. Because as everyone in Canada knows, Justin Trudeau's father is not Pierre Trudeau, as you might assume. It's mm -hmm. actually Fidel Castro. So, yeah, do a comparison of those two. They I'm look 100% alike. Do a comparison to him and Pierre. They look nothing alike. I'm pulling and everyone it up knows right Margaret, now. Uh, Margaret Trudeau was a little bit of a homewrecker, a little bit of a slut. So she was. Wait, wait, slow down. So his oh, mom. Yeah. Hey, wait, what, what, why was she? What was so slutty about her? Her mom? Because I kind of like sluts, to be honest. I mean, uh, uh, hold on, let me do this. <laughs> let me, let me. I mean, I'm, well, let's not hate on girls that get a little freaky deeks. You might, uh, you know, uh, maybe she did create a, you know, terrible child. But look at that. They look just alike. I mean, and then he was crying. I mean, look at. But this is a. I think this picture I'm pointing at right that, here is that one. Yeah. But I think that one they say might be doctored, but still, he is definitely his. Look at that. I mean, they look, they have the same, they have that same kind of like, he does look uh, South American. I don't, I don't care what you say. If Trudeau was like in darker, lived in little, you know, a different climate, he would look like he was from there. And his mom is white, so it makes sense that he'd be a little, he'd be a little less, uh, you know, I guess whatever South American looking. But, uh, yeah, his mom. So what else did she do that was slutty that you know about? Um, well, I mean, you just saw Pierre right there. So, I mean, look at that guy. I mean, no one wants to be married to that guy, right? So, I mean, what? she was obviously sleeping around. Pierre was probably a pedophile just like Trudeau. So, I mean, they get these women in there and then they're like, oh, man, I'm married to you for the rest of my life. And you don't even want to, you know, have sex with me. You want to fuck little boys. So... In her defense, she probably had to sleep around, but I digress. Wow. See, Bailey, that's what I love, the woman's perspective like that. I, you know, you don't get enough appreciation because, see, I'm such a masculine horn dog man. I'm only thinking of, I'm like, oh, what a whore for just stepping out. Wrong. False. He's a pedophile sleeping with children. He doesn't even want you anymore. So she deserves to go spread. Oh, my God. I love, I love Miss Trudeau. So much more, and that's why I appreciate the woman's perspective because I I would like to walk a mile in high heel shoes. And as a matter of fact, I'm transitioning. I don't know if you know that, Bailey, but I had a big a stream where I donated a lot of money and I, I paid for a down payment on my transitioning. I'm going to cut my cock off. It's going to be a real slow cut off. I'm not. I'm going to, but I promise, I'm on my way, guys. Every day is a day closer to the day that I, I get my genital, um, you know, until I get my genital reassignment surgery. And and listen, listen, I don't I don't necessarily want to reassign it, but I just feel like. In the future, Bailey, if I don't reassign it now, I'm gonna have to reassign it then. Might as well get it done, type deal. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, right. You might as well rake in those dollars by the time you get it done. Like I wouldn't get it done until you reach like a million in donations. You know? That's what I'm saying. I'm building. It's a long, but eventually I will have to cut it off. And it's sad that we live in this world where I I do truly believe, Bailey, that they want like with the social engineering and all the brainwash, they literally in the future believe that we'll be all one race and all one sex. And basically they will hook up to a computer and live for forever in some sort of vanilla sky fake world. And that's really what they want. The transhumanist agenda. People say, I know it sounds so crazy, but you look at what's going on now and you look at like getting people, you know, uh, uh, used to government mandated healthcare and government mandated, uh, you know, medicine, that's only going to get to where eventually you're going to have to get your government mandated needle in your brain and go to your government mandated pod, mandated pod that you stay on because climate change is going to take up, you know, climate change 
is going to kill everybody. It's going to kill all the animals. So what we're going to do is we're going to stick a needle in the back of your brain. You're going to sleep in this float tank and you're going to live in a world where you're president and you're a movie star and, and you get to have a great life and eat steak every day and you live forever. And people are going to go, oh, I'm going to do it. I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. Just wait. I've never thought about it like that way. Like I've never even thought about that as an option. No, I think that's where it's getting to. Like it's crazy. And the fact that people are just letting it get to that point that's the scary part i'm not even scared about the elites anymore i'm scared about my neighbors who are literal sheeps and want segregation and tyranny like it's just disgusting that's exactly what it is though bailey they just turned us against each other they uh and, and they create our own prison like with our cell phones and they, they can and like they're gonna you know I, i'm just saying they can shut down roads they can they can we can't fight against the new world order, in my opinion, but they don't need to do any of that stuff because they can just pin us against one another where it's like you're at the store and you have a clerk fist fighting somebody or on an airplane here in America. And I know there's a lot of international flights. Every Spirit Airlines flight, somebody's getting a felony for you know domestic violence for hitting a woman because she's not wearing her mask or a flight attendant has a duct tape, some person to a seat. So that's where we're at in society. It's like we've lost any sort of like social respect. It is like kill or be killed dog eat dog and it's really sad yeah that's 100 what's happening and i man it's hard to not fall into that like hate and divide tactic though because like i don't want to and like i want to like treat these people with compassion and like realize hey they've been brainwashed like as a society we've been brainwashed since the end of world war ii you know it never ended it just came to north america um i so just I talked wanna, about like, that real quick bailey we just talked about that i know sam talks about that i mean I guess we got to talk about it again. I just hate even saying the word Nazi because YouTube censorship is so freaking annoying. But America didn't win World War II. I mean, no way. I mean, it just was a, I mean, it, the New World Order one. I mean, the banks funded both sides. I mean, I just learned today Ford sold all of it, all the tanks to Germany. Germany had 90% of their tanks were from Henry Ford. Um, so it's, it's like, okay, so, you know, IBM, you know, uh, you look at Operation Paperclip, all their top scientists and all their type, uh, you know, basic... Uh, CIA SS was basically the same thing. I mean, we really took their whole entire playbook and just, it was like their software, Nazi software, and we just put into the United States government computer how to run, like, you know, how to be a government for dummies. You remember those books, you know, how to play poker for dummies or how to, it's like how to be a government for dummies. And that's, we just use their software and they just downloaded it. And now we have this crappy system that is eventually, I'm not eventually, I mean, it's guaranteed to fail. Uh, it's just a matter of when. Yeah, seriously, I don't know how people can't see that, too. Like, I mean, who was that uh, leader of the Lutheran Church or whatever, the devil next door? You know, I forget his name, but he was a high-ranking Nazi um, who ended up getting brought back to Israel and convicted. I mean, there's the Operation Finale on Netflix uh, your listeners can watch. I mean, that one was the head of uh, whoever made the gas chambers. They fled to Argentina, and then, like, everyone knows how many Nazis fled to Argentina, right? Last stop on land right before Antarctica. I'm not sure how you feel about that, but, you no, know. No, I'm an Antarctica nut. Why there's so many bunkers there? I'm a, oh, yeah? I, I love Antarctica. I mean, you know, you know, there's no independent exploration below the 60th parallel. So what, and you know, we signed the Antarctica treaty in 1952. It's the only treaty that all these different countries that have had all these cold wars all agree to somehow. And then you look at parts into Antarctica, there's like the Rockefeller part. There's like the Rothschild part. I believe there's all these funny duddy names, you know? Uh, so tell me, what do you think is going on in Antarctica? Man, I wonder what's going on. I remember back in like 20, 10 2012 like do you remember when they're saying oh google maps or google earth uh, found like pyramids in antarctica and stuff like that 
So, I mean, who knows what's going on? You know, the flat earthers will say that's where the ice wall is and it's the end of the world, whatnot. Um, hollow earthers will say it's the entrance to hollow earth, you know, same with the North Pole. I just find it quite suspicious that no uh, satellites or airplanes are allowed to fly over the North or South Pole. You know, like what's going I'm, on there? There's I'm... obviously something going on. I'm a geocentrist flat earther, so yeah, I believe the sun, moon, and stars rotate around us, and I do believe Antarctica. If you can't, I know that sounds crazy, you call me whatever you want, but they tell us that we're on a spinning ball made of 75% water, and they tell us that we are going, you know, 25,000 miles around the equator, so that means we're spinning 1,100 miles an hour. Uh, on top of that, we're going 66,600 miles an hour orbiting the sun, so that means that we're in an orbit, not a perfect circle, so that means we have to slow up, uh, slow down, and speed up. Four different times we have to change directions in an orbit. None of it makes sense when you go go outside any, any night and still see Polaris, the North Star. Yeah, I mean, the sun, moon, and stars are so clearly a map and clock in the sky for me. And they tell us that the sun and moon just happen to look like they're the same size, but they're, you know, a, a separate distance away. What they tell us about the sun, moon, and stars, Bailey, I mean, I'm a nut about that. I mean, NASA is so full of shit. I mean, uh, the moon landings are so fake. A flat Earth sounds crazy. I get it for the people like, oh, you know, a flat Earth is so dumb. But let me tell you something. I don't know the shape of the Earth. But if you actually look at the machinations that they tell us do not make any sense and that the, all the plot, all the all their plot holes they have to fill in with dark matter and black holes, it just doesn't make sense. So, uh, you know, I'm a I'm a nut job when it comes I to feel space. You. I don't think it yeah. makes sense either. Like, I'll be honest, I haven't delved too deep into flat earth, um, so I can't give an opinion on it. If anything, I'm more so like maybe into hollow earth right now. But who even knows? But I mean, we could be a simulation and then even then flat earth would technically be correct. You know, who knows? I think the main point that I've heard um, that kind of took me for a whirl was that uh, it was a flight where there was a pregnant woman and they were going like from Canada or somewhere to Europe, something like that. And then they went off course because she was having her baby and they ended up landing in Alaska, which made no sense at all. So, you like, know, about continents. You yeah. know about the flight. All you got to do is go on the emergency flights on flat earth. Uh, that pr emergency flights prove flat earth. And guys, just look at the map when you go on an international long flight. They have these weird routes when if you put it on an AE map, it's a straight line. I'm just telling you, look at emergency landings prove flat earth. There's a video of this guy like Banjo, blah, 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 has a weird name, but he has some of the best videos on it. So, God, Bailey, I'm falling in love, Bailey. I'm in love, my heart. And I don't even want you to be a flat earther because flat earth, saying a flat earth is so gay. If you say I'm a flat earther, you sound like such a douche. That's why I don't even say it. I say I'm a geocentrist. And you can't tell people that, but but people that, that this is why, I was just telling somebody, this is the problem with it. It's because everybody's so depressed. Their only good memory is the nostalgic memories of being in school and learning about the space and learning about Jupiter and learning about Pluto and eating their peanut butter and jelly sandwich and their parents were still nice to them and they didn't know what money was so they didn't know they were poor and they didn't know they had a dick and boner and horny i mean i'm just saying it was when we were pure and you go back to that time when somebody was so pure and their brain was so malleable and so easy to form and you go back and you got a sledgehammer and break that original uh, uh formation it's not it's not easy it's not easy especially because it's that's why they teach you that's why they tell you bailey that we evolved from pond scum that's why they tell you that you're on this you know dusty rock and it's all just an accident and you are insignificant and that's why you need to get your vaccine and that's why you need to you know not drive around or not leave your house because you're going to kill the environment because you are nothing on uh, a nothing this world so it's the opposite of that you know what i mean right 100 and uh alex just give me one second i'm going to close my blinds here. yeah it's just shine it's just right in your face i mean uh people she can't hear me uh you know talking about these intense subjects you can tell i get a little passionate guys Bailey, uh, 
Uh, people are loving you in the chat here. Let me send it to you if you want to watch the chat. I should have done that before. Uh, people are saying, Bailey, we have to get married. We might have to get married, but uh, oh. do I get it? Do I do I get a green card? Do I get free socialized health care if I marry a Canadian? I know. Would you come here or would I go there? No, I'm you're trying to get into the States. That's what I'm saying. I would not want to go to Canada, but maybe we'll go there. And I'll just get a citizenship. If I get need major surgery, we'll just fake it. No, I'm kidding about that. I don't want to be in Canada, but I watched this girl. This is I have this really sick thing where I watch mukbangs. I watch people eat. And there's this one I watch. Her name's Foodie Booty Chantel. She's sick. Don't don't worry about it. I'm a freak, okay? And she's in Canada, and she's locked down. But it's just funny because like I just – because of her lifestyle in Canada seems so nice. Like she's like 500 pounds and she gets all this free diabetes healthcare and stuff. She's like always at the hot because she, I'm saying if she was in America, she'd be really screwed, but she's all fat in Canada. They're taking right good care. They gave her medicinal marijuana. I'm like, oh, shit. Man. I'm saying Canada is literally the new world order. It's like this, literally she's a 400 pound woman and they're like, they're like helping her stay in her apartment. They basically, I think she gave her a government apartment. It's not that bad. I mean, she's a big YouTuber. She has hundreds of thousands of followers. Um, uh, so she makes probably decent coin too, but she's just so fat. Uh, and it just seems like it just seems like Canada is like if you want to be a fat loser and just look at internet porn all day, Canada doesn't seem like a bad place to go. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And I mean, uh, no one's gonna fight you on it too. Everyone up here is just big pussy. So um, it's just crazy. I don't know. Hearing stories like that, it just kind of grinds my gears because it's like I try and stay as healthy as possible. I try and eat very well, you know, stuff like that. Stay active. I'm not going to the doctor for diabetes medication. I, maybe I shouldn't, bad example, but I'm not going yeah. to the doctor for all sorts of crazy shit. And uh, I think we pay about 40% in taxes from our paychecks. And that goes to this like amazing healthcare, which really isn't that great. I mean, we're all just paying for it. It's Canada is not as good of a place as everyone seems, as was- everyone seems to think. That's what I'm saying, because like for I mean, I, I just have a kind of good views of it too, because I feel like the people I you know, even though a lot of Canadians move to America, you know, people always talk positive, genuinely positive about Canada, like they're they're gro- because it's not a lot of crime, it's not like a it's not it's not like America where there's tons of gun violence. It just has a better reputation. And like you saw those Afghans from what I saw on CNN, and I don't know how much of this is real and stuff. They they were all wanting to go to Canada, not America. And I wondered why. I wonder why a, a guy in Kabul, Afghanistan. Why in their head they go, would they rather go to Canada than America? I guess because they think Canada is more social justice warrior. I wonder why that is. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's because uh, American soldiers were in their country for 20 years. But who knows yeah, why, right? Yeah, I, I guess but, I uh, <laughs> No, it's getting scary. I don't want – I really don't want to see a bunch of, like, refu- supposed refugees, you know, influx our country. Um, did you see that video of all the friggin' Afghans on the tarmac supposedly uh, trying to flee from terrorism? Why was it all 18 to 35-year-old men? You know, suspicious. I don't know. Well, I know why it's all men because those women are probably not allowed to leave the house, you know, and they know that, I mean, they're all going to be, uh, what's even worse about, forget how the women, they treat the women like trash. It's absolutely disgusting, but, and I hate to say this, gosh, I hope this doesn't get uh, censored, but I think a lot of these Afghani guys, they have this thing called the Baka boys, where it's okay, where they can like sleep with little boys. And so the reason why I think maybe these guys don't like women is they're all closet homos and they all want to be with the little boys and that's why they treat women like shit. Maybe they just treat the women because they want to use them to have babies, I guess. I mean, I, I mean, maybe this is too deep. I don't know. And I hope this doesn't get me shut down or anything, but I honestly think those ter- those guys, from what I've read, from what is released to us, they're, they're sleeping with children. I think that's what they like to do and they just put the women like literally in a closet with a burqa on, with a mask on, and they're just a 
actual vessel to have babies. And I could be wrong, but that's my impression, that the women are literally just vessels for babies. Hey, you, you could be wrong, but you could be right. You know, like that Billy Joel song. No one really knows. But I mean, all I'm going to say is I really don't understand a religion who your God, you know, whatever you want to call it, your God, your prophet, his wife is an eight year old. Does that not make him a pedophile? You know, that is my only argument. And after that, I don't need to say anything else. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah, right? That's, That's weird, weird, but I digress. Well, we don't have to go too deep in that. We just want to say assalamu alaikum to our Muslim brothers out there. And that, uh, yeah. uh, speak of, I have a Quran right here because I'm learning it because a lot of refugees are going to be in Dallas. So, uh, and I want to sell, so I'm a used car salesman. So maybe I can, uh, maybe I can, uh, you know, sell them some cigarettes and some Toyota Priuses. I don't know. I don't know. They like Toyota there. All the terrorists had Toyotas. Okay, forget terrorism. So Bailey, what's going on with you? Uh, tonight, I know I saw you said you said you looked at some notes. Is there anything in particular? I mean, I'm an, I'm you know I'm an expert interviewer in my opinion, but I'm just saying, was there anything that you wanted to go over uh, particularly tonight? Because you know, a lot of people don't ever say they're looking at notes before, so that made me feel good. It made me feel like you're preparing, it made me feel very professional. So, was there something particular you were preparing, or, or am I putting you on the spot? It was my leftover notes from a tinfoil hat podcast, so that's why. That's why. Well, I'm saying because <laughs> no, yeah, but I, I was preparing a bit. Okay, so what did you prepare? What the hell did you look up? Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, what, okay, so let me get your thoughts. What happened on uh, September 11th, 2001, in your opinion? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, if we're if we're going into 9/11, I think it was a false flag. I mean, what I just witnessed this year. I saw some hologram videos. Oh, was it a hologram? Stuff like that. Um, but what I think is, have you seen Dr. Judy Woods? Uh, yes, thing? direct energy weapon. Yeah, so you're a direct energy head. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, I'm Everything a, was just, just incinerated. I'm a 9-11 nut. See, you know, some of the uh, the do stuff, I, I mean, I, I think that, I do think there's, we can shoot like stuff out of the sky. But I purposely, I, I personally think that the towers were built on 1968, 33 years before they fell by the uh, David and was John Rockefeller. Um, is it David and John? I can't remember. I know it's David Rockefeller. I forget the other Rockefeller. But listen. 33, eh? Yeah, 33 years. It fell 33 years after it broke ground. But I believe the buildings were actually wired to come down in a controlled demolition because, I mean, a 110-story tower fell in 11 seconds it just doesn't make sense so like i i go that deep with the conspiracy but with 9-11 the direct energy weapon like you know some people say oh that's impossible this and that i don't necessarily know but what i do know is what they tell us for anybody that is looking at this that doesn't thinks we're crazy all you gotta do is look at the official story of flight 93 the plane that fell in shanksville pennsylvania they tell us that this plane full of like you know it was light on people i think it was like 70 something people flight 93 united flight 93 went into the ground, disintegrated, and then re-hardened. I mean, they didn't have one ounce of evidence, and everybody looks at that, and they just go, oh, okay, well, maybe they had to shoot it down, or maybe they, you know, maybe we don't have to know. It's just so sad. It's people who are okay. They know the government is lying to us. They know that, like, like not enough, uh, there's an endless amount of evidence will never convince an idiot, and that's the problem with the society in this world. It's like, they can't even look at Flight 93, or like, when I talk about the moon landing, people are like, oh, the, you know, we went to the moon. We can't even build the spacesuits that would survive on the moon, much less the rocket to get there. And, and so it's just like these people, they, they don't even want to look at, they can't see the forest for the trees in my mind. They, they have these very micro lenses and you got to have a macro picture and uh, to what's really going on. And 9-11 is a perfect example of what's going on now is that the government will take away your freedom under the guise of safety and they will use any method whatsoever to do it. And once they have that chain on your neck, once it's on, 
They're just going to take it off one link at a time. So like you almost don't even know that your freedoms are gone because now it's 20 years later. We're out of Afghanistan. Uh, so that was all for naught. And nobody really cares. I mean, you're a young lady. You probably don't even... I'm just saying we're young. We should be the most outraged. Nobody really gives a shit. And, it, and they're all blaming Biden or Kamala Harris. It's all fake just to make us more depressed, maybe distract us, take away our good vibrational energy. And it's just really, really fucked up that we're going through so so many false flags. I hate it for society. Yeah, I mean, they're stealing our louche. That's what uh, Sam always likes to say. And yeah, I just, I can't understand how people can't see it, but it's like the ash, uh, what is it? The ash conformity experiments, right? So I can understand how people are conforming and like they don't even want to think for themselves. It's just really pathetic and sad to see. Uh, if I'm being honest, but I mean, 9-11 for me, the smoking gun was building seven. It's like, okay, it just fell. I mean, control demolition. That makes no sense. The passport sitting there makes no sense. I mean, so that's kind of what got me down my conspiracy rabbit hole uh, journey, if you will. I think I was researching that stuff in like grade seven, grade eight. Like, I don't even know when that would have been like 2008, something like that. Wow. And, you're uh, like... That's when YouTube. Go ahead. Sorry, that yeah, was young. Doing, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm turning 25 on two days. So quarter of a century, pretty stoked. It's going to be good. Quarter life uh, crisis. Yeah, so so. Like, I- hey, Bailey, I think there's a delay maybe because your internet. Uh, maybe that's why like every second, but it doesn't matter. It, it could be mine. I know there uh, is. I there- wonder if I should uh, hotspot it. No, it's probably fine. Don't change your internet because we might lose you. It's fine. It's fine. I'll just pause for okay, a second. Cool. Okay, but but keep going. So you started looking at 9-11 around eighth grade. See, I didn't realize in about 9-11 until about 2015. So I was like... Uh, 26 you know 27 I mean, I mean you know this is i was old maybe even older i don't even want to do the math in my head right now um i'm saying yeah i mean i was an adult so you're looking at this when you're 14 wow crazy times i mean so that and then it's just crazy because like there are so many videos on youtube loose change stuff like that you know those kind of videos and then you go back and you're talking about that and then like maybe six years later you're in high school, you know, I'm graduated. I'm trying to show my friends these same videos and they're all shadow banned. They're all deleted. And then I look like the crazy one for even bringing them up. It's fucking insane. Um, but then, yeah, I read a article too. And this one might've been fake news, but who knows? It was a reptilian article about uh, the queen and then Princess Diana. And she found out they were satanic reptiles and that's why they had her killed. And I mean, hey, who's to say? But we I know. Mean, I'm still kind of. Well, Bailey, we know Princess Diana. I mean, it took uh, nearly an hour to get her from the tunnel to uh, the nearest hospital, and they drove by 15 hospitals on the way. I mean, when I say nearest hospital, the hospital that she eventually died at. And so one thing about um, that, I also think, you know, she had definitely had some information on Prince Andrew. She knew all those guys, diddled kids with Jimmy Seville, all that. But I also think that that they didn't necessarily kill her because of that information. Because Prince uh, uh, Princess Fergie, uh, Prince Andrew's wife, uh, you know, she's still like in the fold, lives with him, even though his ex-wife. She knows they're all pederasses. She they didn't kill her. I think that she was gonna have a baby with Dodi Fayed as well, and I think that mm-hmm. they couldn't mix that bloodline. They didn't want a royal. Uh, you know, Prince Harry to be related to a guy that could you know be Muslim. I think that to them that would have muddied their bloodline. So I think that was even more to it, but they for sure, it was, uh, that's why I, that's why when I see Prince Harry living in America, I still think Prince Harry's a douche and his wife sucks. But if, if my grandfather had my mom killed, I'd probably be pretty mad at my family too. Right? Like, yeah, I never understood that. Like how could William and Harry grow up knowing that like this family killed your mother and you're fine with that. That never sat well with me, but I'm not sure. I just think the whole Royal family might be, satanic lizards but 
Yeah. Once again, who knows? I mean, look at the queen though. Look at the queen. If we're, if we're talking about anyone, I'm just going to bring up two names, the queen and then uh, Prince Philip. They literally look like reptiles, like literally. So I don't know. The Prince Philip skins like that. Well, I think, you know, it could be some sort of crossbreed. I'm not some like, you know, Bible expert, but I do believe that you know, God probably casted angels out of heaven and then maybe they mated with us. I don't know. I'm just saying, I think that like at one point we probably were some sort of, um, uh, I, I think we're spiritual beings. So like some sort of like, we're some sort of distant connection with God, with angels somehow. That's what I believe. And at the same time, maybe those angels that took over, and this sounds crazy. I haven't done a lot of research. So I sound like an idiot. But maybe those angels that were casted out, they didn't just mate with humans. They might've made it with some of the sort of lizards or something like that. So then maybe, that's what I'm saying. Maybe these bloodlines like these, it sounds so crazy. Like, what are you talking about lizard? These could be like reptilian human intercross breeded uh, with God-like lizards that can take human form. And people don't want to believe that. We sound absolute bananas. I know it sounds so nuts, but uh, there's guys like Billy Corgan and there's a lot of celebrities have said they've seen people shape shift at parties. And as a matter of fact, this is one of my best things. Britney Spears lived in a house in Beverly Hills, like in the, in the hills she had a wild party of drinking and they had like some sort of satanic ritual. And the next day she just left all of her stuff in it. Have you heard about this? It's a house Brittany Murphy died at. Okay, so let me pull this up. Uh, Brittany. Brittany Murphy. No, okay. no, it's Brittany Spears. Brittany Spears, Brittany oh. Murphy's death house. Let me show you this. This is what I mean. Okay, um, uh, connection with with Britney Spears. So Britney Spears had this like wild uh, weekend where she was like with these people and uh, and they here let me let me find it the connection oh shoot that's a youtube video let me let me just do this uh i don't want to play a youtube video so what happened was is britney this is it perez hilton okay let me share screen i love perez yeah i know he's funny <laughs> he's he's on howard stern a lot okay uh let me do this so cancel all right so this is it perez hilton now listen to this story this is crazy Britney Spears fled from house she thought was haunted. Then Britney Murphy mysteriously died there. And then after Britney Murphy mysteriously died there, her husband mysteriously died in the same house. So this same house right here, it's like in the Hollywood Hills. Yes, listen. This is not a Britney Spears story we ever thought we'd cover. The toxic singer may not be considered by some to be capable enough to handle her own finances and control her life, but what some may see as irrational behavior may have actually saved her. In its first episode back in over 10 months, the We Need to Talk About Britney podcast scored an interview with Julianne K., Britney's makeup artist, during her most iconic period from 1999 to 2004. Julianne was more than willing to spill stories about the glory days pre-conservatorship. There were a couple scary run-ins with the paparazzi and fans in those days, and even some death threats. But nothing compares to the moment the Crossroads star realized that the home she and Justin Timberlake had once shared was haunted. The makeup artist recalled, She had had that place up on Sunset Plaza, and I'm just going to say this is really weird. She had that place on Sunset Plaza. She calls me. I had my friend do Reiki healing on her. He had come up. I guess she'd had a crazy partying weekend and needed to relax. He left. She swears to God that he opened some spirit portal or something, and these bad spirits had come in, and it was like a male and a female, and they were trying to like push her down the stairs or something crazy. Then she says, a male and a female, huh? We'll get back to that. Julianne revealed Brittany was so scared she refused to set foot on the property again. This is her makeup artist telling it. It was so bad that she left. She went to the Casa Del Mar Hotel to stay there and never went back to the house. She goes, I know you're going to think I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. I know what I saw. I know what I felt, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I believe in that shit too. So it didn't really weird me out that much, but she was very persistent about it. And she put her house on the market. Okay. And then uh, here's what the story, are you purposely covering your camera? Yeah, I was covering that for a second. Okay, no, that's cool. Okay, I just didn't know. Sorry. Uh, here's where the story gets chilling. 
And guess who bought the house and died in it? Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy bought that house. And I thought, fucking crazy, because Brittany Murphy died in that house. Her husband died in that house. It was maybe the house is cursed. I don't know. So you can look it up. Both of these people died in the house under mysterious circumstances. When the two people passed in the same place, you looked at environmental factors, which led to a theory that the home had toxic black mold. Brittany's mother filed a lawsuit alleging a couple of years of her daughter's passing. So I'm just saying... Every time we would drive up Sunset, Britt would say, please, can we stay at the Beverly Hills Hotel? I'd say, honey, you've got to be realistic. We have our house. We're going to stay in it. And so she wouldn't even go back to this house. And then Brittany Murphy died. So people are like, what do you guys, what does this have to do anything? Just saying, you know, maybe there is some sort of spiritual connection where they can, you know, Lord knows what. I don't know what freaking supernatural shit can happen, but I believe in it. I believe in supernatural stuff. Oh, me too. Okay, first off, that's insane. I did not know that story. And I obviously knew, I thought Brittany Murphy, that might have been like a ritual killing or something like that, you know, but I didn't even know her husband died. That's insane. But if you want to talk about uh, getting into like the spiritual aspects of it, have you ever heard of a ex? Uh, he's a Christian author, actually, Roger Monroe, and he's from Quebec, Ontario. No, tell me about him. Okay, so he's pretty awesome. So, he came to Canada. I forget his lineage, but he came to Canada uh, right after World War II. He fought and then he ended up going to Montreal, Quebec in uh, like the 70s and 80s. Um, so then he was just working, you know, blue collar man, whatever. And then he was working a job and he got invited um, by his co-worker who was like a very heavy Christian priest. Um, he got invited over to his house and he started asking these questions and he was very intrigued by all these like uh, the Bible studies and everything like that. And so the priest finally asked him, he's like, why are you so like interested in this? You know, what's going on here? And he told him that he needs to leave his cult right now. And he was actually in a cult. And so uh, it turns out he was in a cult and this cult has been in Montreal for decades. It's probably still active, to be honest. And they were summoning demons. So he said he witnessed when they would bring in new people, they would get you uh, to believe by they'd be like, oh, well, who's dead in your family? Your father? Well, we can connect and talk with your father from the grave. And then they would actually summon these demons, summon these spirits. They would talk with them. And then these people would feel like, oh, wow, I can trust these people, or whatever it was, who fucking knows. But anyways, they joined this cult, and uh, they were literally summoning demons. So then this guy completely changed his life around in the mid-'80s. Uh, he left the cult, and he devoted his life to Christ, and he started writing uh, Christian books. And, yeah, it was pretty insane. So Well, that used to be the big... That is Roger Monroe. Well, see, that's what makes me so mad is those mediums that go on all those talk shows. So Roger Monroe used to do it. And they, they prey on people that just lost a loved one because I was on this reality show, Worst Cooks in America. And not that that's anything, but this guy was so annoying. I was stuck in this house. His name was a deep and his dad had died like within a couple of years. And this guy would not stop talking about how this story, how he went to a medium and was able to talk to his dad through, you know, why he was dead. And this guy was a thousand million percent convinced he was talking to his dad through. And you couldn't have told him different. Like you couldn't, and I can't even tell him different because, you know, maybe he did. I don't freaking know, but I really don't believe so, but I don't know. So it's like, man, he would tell that story, probably like Brittany would tell that story. Like it was the realest thing. And you'd be like, man, you went to some lady and she, because there's so many people that are so fake. They go, it's like that Long Island medium. They proved that she was, she is fake. She uses plants and they have a script where they can ask you general questions that like you'll always answer yes to. Like, you know, have you lost a loved one? Well, everybody's lost a loved one. You know what I mean? Have you, I don't, I don't know the format of the script they use, 
But I'm saying a lot of these people, they just pray. I, I, those are the worst people. The mediums, the fake mediums are almost as bad as pedophiles. Almost. They're almost on that level. Not as bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair enough. I'd go there. I would say this uh, whole cult in the 80s, though, and maybe still active today. I don't think they're fake. I think they're literally no. summoning demons. I believe in that. I believe because... Do you? No, I'm, I'm saying, no, there are some people I believe that can do that. You know, they say Aleister Crowley. You know, I'm saying there, there's some sort of uh, spiritual uh, shamans that probably can do shit like that. I'm just saying there's a lot of people that can't do it at all. And they can just fake somebody and say, hey, there's just a lot of uh, tomfoolery. But so tell me about this cult and tell me a little more what they were doing. The cult, honestly, I do not know much about that cult. But I mean, what about Ronald Bernard? Because like people want to... I just don't understand people who are think that like satanic ritual abuse or these cults aren't real and they say oh the 80s they had all those uh the satanic panic you know no i mean all of that stuff i 100 believe uh do you know about ronald bernard the dutch banker um who has been taken down talking about the illuminati saying that he was in this elite banking cult until he had to step down i uh, know and i've never heard about this guy at all so he was in a a, a banking cult Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. So he, Ronald Bernard, let me just get his uh, flashcard up here if I have it. He's yeah. amazing. Um, he's been speaking out against like the Illuminati and elite satanic pedophile rings ever since like the mid 2000s. Um, and then you look his name up online. I think they've had like three fake times where they say he's died. They're trying to discredit him, stuff like that. But yeah, he's a Dutch banker who's given many testimonies about elite pedo rings and cults. Uh, such as the Illuminati, and he testified at the ITNJ, the Judicial Commission, so Inquiry into Human Trafficking and Child Sex Abuse. And if uh, you guys look and watch those videos, they're just amazing. They're a couple hours long, and his testimonies are insane. And he just verifies cults. Uh, he talks about his childhood and how he was abused as a kid, which led him to kind of lack empathy. Um, which is why he joined these cults. But then when it got to the point where he realized um, he was going to these elite parties with bankers and stockbrokers, hedge fund managers, you know, George Soros type people, stuff like that. And he would, they would invite him to these parties and they would all dress up in black cloaks. And uh, he goes and he starts saying, oh, you know, I thought it was really funny. It was amusing until they asked me to start raping babies. And it's really sad. And it's like, yeah, they started asking him to rape and kill babies and he's like at that point he was out because he was sexually abused as a kid um so he knew he had to get out of there but he gives testimonies saying he's been tortured by them for like weeks at a time months at a time so that he'll never actually tell the full extent of what he witnessed but his testimony is insane and all you guys got to do for the people that don't believe in satanic ritualistic abuse, you guys just look into Jimmy Seville. He had so much access. He was the biggest child predator ever, and they, they never even caught him until after his death, which is such bullcrap because obviously uh, Scotland Yard knew about his stuff. You know, they And the king and queen, they all knew. And he had access and had access to boats. They were supposed to literally rape children and throw them off boats in the middle of the ocean, and you'd never even know because it'd be some orphan kid. And people were like, oh, that's impossible. No, that is a real thing that's now has come out that there's kids that went missing from a hospital where Jimmy Seville was like the biggest donor or at least the face of it. You know, he did Top of the Pops. He was this broadcaster where he brought them a lot of donations. He would do like a, 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 a I forget, you know, whatever those telethon drives where people would call in and donate money over the phone. So he was one of the biggest catalysts and had the access to a children's hospital where he literally, supposedly they, they were, he was the number one guy, Jimmy Seville. This is what they say, guys. 
would go into the morgue of this hospital and take bodies so they could do stuff with the dead bodies uh, and ritualistic abuse. And this guy was knighted by the queen. So everybody that doesn't know about Jimmy Seville needs to, to talk about Jimmy Seville. So uh, uh, what is the connection? What do you think about Jimmy Seville? And what do you think is going on? Like, who do you think is in power that's into the satanic ritualistic abuse now? Uh, I mean, Jimmy Seville, that one was so obvious as to, and like his connections with the Royals, you know, he was like best friends with Prince Andrew, stuff like that, or uh, Prince Philip. I mean, how people didn't see that one and they can't see the collusion there. That's just insane to me. I don't understand that. Um, but honestly, I think the satanic pedophile rings, they literally extend to the highest levels of government and every government. That's what I feel. Um, and I feel like if you look at enough examples and cases throughout history, you can kind of prove that. I mean, what about uh, the Marc Dutroux case in Belgium in 2004? Um, so what was it? In March 1996, it was estimated that 350,000 Belgians protested in the streets over the cover-up of a political sex trafficking ring. Um, so he was sentenced to life for the abduction and rape of six girls. But as this man, Marc Dutroux, a supposed serial killer, was on trial, he was going on giving testimonies saying that, yes, I'm a serial killer. I was procuring children, but... I was procuring children for this elite satanic pedophile ring um, for uh, the Belgium politics. And so then that uh, story got out and then they said, okay, well, if that's true, like we want children to come forward then. And it ended up like 30 children came forward and all of their stories cooperated one another. Uh, so they're like, holy shit, this is real. We need to look into this case and see if there's an actual political child trafficking ring here in Belgium. Um, they went through three different judges. The first judge wanted to say, yeah, let's go. Let's uh, get all these people in, get their testimonies. Uh, he got kicked off the case. The next judge also got kicked off the case. I think it was the third and final judge uh, they left because they obviously paid him off. He was a, you know, patsy or whatever you want to say. Um, and so they never, they never uh, like held any more people accountable for this uh, child sex ring, even though, there were so many people who came forward and their stories cooperated uh, one another. And then, yeah, hundreds of thousands of people protested in the streets and nothing came to fruition because of it. So it's insane. I mean, they literally discovered this elite pedophile ring and nothing was done. So. Wow. I mean, they always discover, they know what's going on, but they can't because it's a leverage thing. It's like they knew Jeffrey Epstein was doing this on purpose. He was a government agent done by, you know, Mossad or the CIA, whichever one you want to call it. But I mean, they, they want this to go on because they need blackmail. You can't get in power unless they have this leverage on you because then that is a control mechanism. When at the end of the day, um, these people probably don't even need that method to control them, but they just do it, I think, as an insurance policy. That's why you have to kill the baby, or that's why you have to like kill a cat and drink the blood. That's why you have to do these humiliation-type rituals. Uh, you know, It starts off with they get you used to it in, in uh, college by joining a fraternity and getting spanked by some dudes. And then you know, basically that's all pseudo-homosexual stuff anyway. So after you've done that, then you're ready for you know Obama to you know stick it in your ass or whatever they do at those things where you let a guy literally like rape you or whatever because and then you rape a child. I don't know what happens. I mean you, they do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but I know that they embarrass you, they humiliate you, um, so that you join the club, so that you have. It's like in the the Latino gangs, in the in the the black gangs, they would jump you in, they'd beat your ass to get you in the gang. You know that that proved you got to do something to get in. And that's what you got to that's what you got to do to play ball. It's insane. Yeah, I don't know how people uh, can't see that. Like it starts. Sorry, I'm cutting in and out here. Uh, but I did put myself on a hot spot. So I hope that uh, figures itself out. I know your Internet's um, yeah, not. I mean, it it's not off. 
I think it's the internet. It's a little choppy sometimes. But okay, so you think it might be better on the high? It doesn't matter. We're 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 good. You've actually been good. Yeah, I, I hope so. Oh, now it's cutting out a little more. Oh, Bailey! As soon as I said that, we're losing you. The hot spot. It's okay. Maybe go back to the not hot spot. There's a hot spot, soft spot in my heart. I know that. Did we lose Bailey? I bet we lost her. I bet we lost her, guys. You know, Alberta, Canada. What are you going to do, you guys? I don't have great internet connection, to be honest, but uh, I'm a hardwired in. I got a whole system set up. So we got a frozen Bailey. Bailey, I know when she switched over to her hot spot, it probably disconnected her. So we'll see if we can get her back on the screen. There, Bailey. I'm back. <laughs> you're back. Okay, you're back. Sorry about that. No, it's cool. It's cool. I know I have internet troubles too, um, but this is this this is I'm hardwired and I have to get all my other like when I use my phone gets on the Wi-Fi and all my stuff gets on the Wi-Fi sometimes it's choppy. But if I'm just using this, I'm okay. Uh, okay, so what were we talking about? Okay, we've been on for 50 minutes, so so we got we got about 20 minutes left. I'm gonna open up the phone lines. Let me see if anybody wants to call in, and let me see. So. One more topic I want to tell you about, oh, too, please. though. Uh, so we're going on about, like, if SR is there any, like, evidence to prove SRA is real, stuff like that. Well, I mean, there's the whole Kamloops. I'm not sure if you're aware. There's a bunch of mass graves being found right now um, from our residential schools up here in Canada. Residential schools were schools where we would send our First Nations. Um, uh, you guys call them Indians. We say First Nations, Indigenous people. Ever since uh, the Indian Act was created in 1876, and it was literally schools to assimilate and kill as many First Nations as possible by our own government's admittance. Uh, they say that 50% of the children that went in there uh, have never returned. They died in those schools. Personally, I think it's a lot more. Um, they used they to admit it? Wait, real quick. Smallpox, real like quick, that. Bailey, they admitted 50% died. Wow, okay, keep going. So they infected with smallpox, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, that was a while ago. It's, it's crazy and they still haven't like put out an official apology. Like it's fucked up. Um, they, their aim was to assimilate them and eradicate their culture. They gave government power over First Nations. These people had, they were forced to go to school. The RCMP would show up at their little villages and like literally kidnap these kids and traffic them into the schools where then half of them would die. Uh, their sterilization campaigns, stuff like that. And then you start listening to testimonies from Reverend Kevin Annette. Um, if anyone's interested in this topic, look him up. Um, he has a documentary called Unrepentant the Canadian Holocaust. And it's just insane, the testimonies from First Nations survivors from these residential schools. And they say that they witnessed all sorts of satanic ritual abuse. Um, kids were getting raped every day because uh, the Catholic Church organized and ran these schools, right? And the majority of them. So they were getting raped by priests. Uh, nuns were, there was a testimony where they said a nun kicked a girl, when a four-year-old and her neck snapped. And then all these children watched this child die in front of them. <clears throat> Terrible stuff like that. Um, and then they would either put them in mass graves or they would just put them in the incinerator and burn the bodies, burn the evidence. So these testimonies were coming out back in the 90s, the 80s, you know, early 2000s. And people were thinking, oh, well, can we believe that? Is that real? Who knows? Well, now, today, they're finding mass graves of these children all in Canada next to these residential schools. Um, it's literally been the biggest talk in Canada for the whole summer, um, what's happening here. So the Kamloops Residential School in British Columbia, they found 215 bodies in a mass grave recently. And now we'll get to the conspiracy side of it. 
1964, we know that these Satanists numerologies are a thing to them. So keep in mind, everything I'm about to say adds up to 10. Yeah. 1964, six plus four, 10. Uh, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip went to the Kamloops Residential School and they kidnapped on October 10th, 1964, 10th month, 10th day, 6-4. They kidnapped 10 children, 10 of the smartest children, because that's uh, who they would kill to the smart ones. They don't want to have any of the smart ones uh, uh, growing up, stuff like that. So they kidnapped 10 of the smartest kids. Three different kid children saw this happen. They were forced to kiss the queen and Prince Philip's feet before they went into a limo. And then those 10 children were never seen again. Okay. So in 2001, uh, these three survivors all started talking with one another and said, we need to hold the queen and these people accountable. Like what happened there? We need to at least go to trial and see if we can get some justice. Two of the uh, witnesses died before trial. And then the third, the main witness, William Coombs, he went to a Catholic hospital for a routine checkup. Three days before the trial, he was given a shot and he died of a heart attack immediately after. So shot. if you want to say there's not some big cover up going on, like, come on guys, like it's literally insane. Wait, so I had heard about that Queen story, but I didn't realize it happened on 6-4. I mean, I didn't realize the connection with 10 and 10 kids. So and what is the story behind it? Because didn't she still get convicted of it or something? Or what What ended up happening with that? What was the, or did it not yeah, go to Yeah, so trial? that's the thing. So Didn't uh, something weird happen? Talking, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Reverend Kevin Annette, he's amazing. He started the, he was a Catholic priest. And then he was uh, put out in BC in the early 90s. Um, he was running one of the churches there. And all of these First Nations started like giving them him their testimonies about what happened at these residential schools. Because he was wondering, hey, why in this small town am I only seeing white people come to my services? There's no First Nations, even though they make up 40% of the population. So he started asking them and he told them, well, I don't go to your church because your church killed my best friend 20 years ago, you know? So um, he started talking about it, but then anyways, it got to the point where he started uh, the Truth Commission into Genocide in Canada. He also started the International Tribunal for Crimes of Church and State. And it was that organization that actually has an arrest warrant for the queen in Canada. The queen cannot step foot in Canada or she will be arrested. It's fucking insane. So that was in uh, 2013. And uh, yeah, so in 2014, after the warrant was issued for the Queen, many religious leaders who were also in, uh, indicted, in, uh, indicted in the ITCCS trials, they had to resign, including Pope Ratzinger and Pope Francis, uh, who was then replaced by Pope Ratzinger. Yeah, so Pope Ratzinger was a Nazi um, I forget the other one, Pope Benedict. He was also a Nazi. He had to resign um, because there was a lot of heat on them during this time. Then they replaced him after that uh, with Pope Francis, who also has an arrest warrant in Argentina for raping a couple boys. Like, it's just insane how these people are getting away with this shit. Well, and, and it was even sicker Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, the first place they ran to was Canada. That was where they first, and the Queen's not even allowed there. What yeah, a maybe, joke. Maybe that's why they ran there, who knows? I didn't even think about that. Okay, we got somebody calling in. Let's see what Chris has to say. Hold on. We got a guy, Chris. Let's see. It might take a second. We're doing it on Zoom. Connecting Chris. How? Let's see. It always takes a second. Bailey, you know, YouTube and Zoom. We're connecting a lot of stuff. Chris, you there, Chris? I am. What's up, everyone? Oh, Chris. Well, it's a Chris Wayne, the man. What's going on, What's Chris? Up, How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, so what do you got for us tonight? How lovely is Bailey? 
Very nice. <clears throat> I'm digging the screen. Excuse me. And, uh, dude, I wanted to kind of jump on here and put out there with this whole Afghanistan stuff. I, uh, I did put out a podcast earlier with someone, and I don't think it's uploaded today, but there's some huge rituals going on that connects with 9-11, of course. And I don't know if you saw the – I'm sure you saw the, the first footage where everyone's, like, running next to the plane, leaving, right? Yep. And, like, the guy in the front looks like he's dancing, doesn't look like it's even, you know, he's laughing. a part of the scene. He's laughing and dancing. And then – I don't know if you saw it, but if you pause it, the plane is like one one zero nine. I'm trying to pull it up. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Keep going. I'm trying to. I, I know the picture. I got it on my Twitter. Keep going, Chris. Okay, so it has a direct nine uh, eleven encode on the side, and also when you think about nine eleven, when you go back, what was like one of the big parts of it? Um, was uh, the the guy falling, right? The falling man. Yeah. And so when you think about the falling man, um, the imagery of it, it shows him right upside down with his one leg pretty straight and the other leg kind of crossed over like a figure four. And uh, that's a direct encoding to the tarot card, the hanged man, right? And so oh, wow. when you think about that, <clears throat> Um, and then, so I, I was kind of like coming on to that, like, um, I had heard about the hanged man in the past, saw it is pretty mind blowing. And so when I was going through the footage and I'm like, I see the dude that fell off of this plane that just, you know, took off in Afghanistan. Right. That's one of those other videos that went pretty widespread. This is the, uh, this, the guy. This is the guy falling down from nine 11. You're talking about, this is the hangman. Can you see it, Chris? Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I'm yep. big into tarot cards and I've never made that connection. That's insane. This is a tarot card, the hangman. This is it right here. Wow. Uh, and uh, so then uh, the other part of the whole ritual is like the video after the, the plane is taken off is the guy that falls off the plane. And there you have the, the falling man, just like in 9-11. Um, and it's like a representation of a bunch of things, you know, like representing the fall is coming around, probably lockdowns, representing the fall of man, you know, um, that that's essentially kind of like initiating everyone into the Aquarian age, you know? Um, so there's, there's a lot there. Uh, it's, it's pretty fascinating. So wait, sorry, when I think of the age of Aquarius, I think of like light and love. I think of the 60s musical hair. Are you telling me that it's not going to be all light and love? Like, what do you think? No, it's going to be, um, well, it's not that I'm saying that. What I'm saying is the fall of man, like in a physical way, where we might have like women leaders in every type of position, presidency. Uh, Real quick, that Chris, might be, look at this yeah. picture. Look at this picture. This is the, I mean, and, the, and there's a video where this body's just dangling. Like, right, what are the, I saw that. What are the freaking chances? Like, I mean, I, I mean, it's just, uh, it just seems that, that this guy. Would, like, this is me saying, like, I'm not saying all of it. Like, it's that it's not a, a war-ridden zone where it's just that everyone's pumping this shit so hard. And it happens to come right in line with, uh, you know, the 20-year anniversary in a few days. And um, 
not uh, not a few days, but uh, but dude, this is still going to be going. Yeah, so. but this is still going to be going on until next month. Afghanistan, they, they right. got they kind. This is kind of like the preview. Something even more intense is going to happen on nine eleven. This is just getting us primed up. You know, the oil lubing the machine for the big uh, party that's going to happen. Plus, I saw a video, dude. The the plane itself looks like one of those uh, rockets that NASA has. Yeah, it has balloons. And it's all men. It's all dudes. And they're saying all these Americans are left behind. Wouldn't they be the first ones trying to get out? Like nothing makes sense with Afghanistan. And the idea that these military people literally thought the Afghan forces would actually fight the Taliban is absurd. They've been there for 20 years. So so that's why I know it's all fake. Like they knew that that, that by giving this Taliban or uh, by giving these Afghan reserve army 20 Black Hawk ca- helicopters, they're going to they're immediately going to go to the Taliban. And now ta- the Taliban has more. Was the number 20? Yeah, it was 20. They have 20 Black Hawk helicopters. They left him 20. For the 20-year 20 anniversary. And, oh, um, man. And, and, and it makes well, it, it makes it with just the 20 Blackhawks, they have like, I think it was, they have like a, in the top 90 percentile uh, arm. They have, by them having 20 Black Hawk helicopters, it puts in the 90th percentile of air forces, of military air forces, because not that many uh, countries have a big air force. So then just having that puts them in like top 10%. Having twenty right. Black Hawk, something crazy like that, like having only twenty, having only twenty Black Hawk helicopters, puts him. It actually gives them, in the rating system, like a decent sized, you know, uh, air force, whatever you want to call it. Let me pull up the tweet so I can reference it better. So I forgot one of the biggest parts of the decode, but let me send you this on Instagram. Pull it up. Um, so I'm thinking, like, okay, this whole hanged man, you know, the falling man, the, all of this type of like genuflecting to the the newborn king, the sun which is, you know, it's all this symbolism to the fall. And uh, I'm thinking, like, what's what's more of the hanged man? Like, wouldn't it be fucking insane if there's, like, uh, uh, someone was hung, like, hanging people over in Afghanistan, right? And let me send this to you right now. I, I'm sure that you probably have seen this, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking all of this stuff before I found it. Okay, you just messaged uh, me it. Hold on, let me see if I got it. No, which would you send to Conspiracy Castle or Primetime Stein? Um, Alex Stein. Okay, hold on. Let me see. I don't got it. I don't have it yet. I ain't see it yet, Chris. Did you already send it? Yes. What the hell, Chris? I don't see it. Let me preface. What are the odds that there's reporting of someone being hung? Dude, there is. I saw pictures of the people being hung. Right. Right in line with the ritual. I haven't seen any of those. Are you those new? You haven't seen the Afghan guys hanging? I, I don't even want to show no. you. I'll probably get a strike. Yeah, you can't show that on, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I'll look that up later. Look that up. That's no, there, awful. There's, there's a video of these two guys hanging just on this on this huge, when I say like on like this, this like driveway thing, or imagine like a stoplight, but it's not a stoplight, but like double as high as a stoplight. This like long thing and these two bodies, just lifeless bodies are hanging on it. And people were just walking around it like it was no big deal. People like eating like on the street food, like, you know, people were just no big deal. This is the tweet that was being passed around that I caught was, uh, it's from this guy. I don't know who he is, but it's, his name is Joe Lonsdale off of Twitter and it's blue check mark. So that means nothing, but, um, (laughs) he says an Afghani interpreter I have come to know well over the years was hung in the streets last night. They melted his DOD ID into his chest, cut off his arms and killed his family. His 10-year-old daughter was spared and handed off to leadership. Yeah, I saw that and I'm tweet. I'm like, what are the fucking odds of all of that coming together? And that just goes, goes to show you, like, that even though, like, we get fascinated about decoding what's been 
um, you know, let known the revelation of the method of, of past psyops. It's literally happening all the time. Then there's always a roadmap that they're laying out, you know? There's no doubt about it. There's a roadmap. Yeah. And like, I, and I think it go. I think something weird is going to happen on September 11th this year. I mean, maybe not on that date, but definitely a, a around that time. Because they're saying the anniversary that pe like uh, there, a lot of the people aren't invited to the anniversary that should be. And then it's, I mean, there's just, they're cluster fucking this thing on purpose. They do it because they want to marginalize people and they want to make as much uh, the strife and as much turmoil as possible. So Chris, anything else before I let you go? No, that was it. I just wanted to dump that out there, see if people caught any of that yet. Yeah, I mean, there's so much symbolism and, and secret encoding going on right now that I don't. I, we're too. We can't see the forest for the trees right now because we, you know, we're so close in it. But wait till like 9/11. We're gonna, you know, actually September 11th, 2021. Uh, I mean, that is, dude, 2021. It might even be three, a three. Dude, it might even be a nine three. Like what I was breaking down with you. Well, well, it might see, be September third. You know, uh, something might happen then, just because of the the encoding of of ninety three. It's well, just one of those things, dude. What's even more encoded? If think about nine eleven twenty twenty one. I mean, like, like it, it's just kind. of, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but two three, like nine eleven one two three at the end. Just something because you know two zero and then two one. So I mean, I, I know this. We're getting deep, but I just think there is some sort of symbolism for the twenty twenty one twenty anniversary of nine eleven that we don't even know. Right. You know. Hey, I guess there was one more thing, uh, real quick, with the whole Britney Spears. Um, I never put this together until I, I had like an epiphany one morning where I'm thinking about, you know, the psyop that is, you know, everyone dumping her, their energy into, you know, this Britney Spears situation. Like no one can have the mental capacity to, to digest CDC, uh, you know, what they put out for Corona, but they can, uh, you know, dive deep into the conservatorship and all the stuff, even though it was so fucking weird from the get-go that she was dressing like a little uh catholic school girl like what 16 or 17 you know 16 it was weird hit, from me the one more time. hit me one more time i believe she was 16 because i had her post so that's yeah. what i wanted to say that term where does it come from besides like the dating aspect because in that realm of it it's like you know give me a chance like give me another chance hit me up you know let's get it on whatever but hit me uh, is a blackjack term. Yeah. And what are the odds like in the year of 21 during all of this shit uh, where that she has a blackjack type of reference and she, her, so much of her stuff is like encoded. It's pretty wild, but um, I'm a slave. I'm a slave is a ton of all encoded. Right. Yeah. Right. Dude, you're going deep. That's insane. Yeah, I never Chris, thought about that blackjack yeah. term. Yeah. Chris so is on tinfoil hat as well. Hit me uh, oh, yeah. nice. was uh, 20, you know, 21, right? For Blackjack in the year 21, which is Blackjack. And then you get her full name in simple English gematria, which is just A is 1, B is 2, C is 3, all the way up to 26. It equals 201, which would be 21. And 201 is Event such 201. a potent number. 201, Event 201, the Jesuits that were saved by Catherine the Great was 201, I believe. And it's like two um, to one inversion. That's like an inversion number, kind of like two turns into one. They love that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, two towers into one. The two temples of Solomon, being you know, bring bot, bring 
bringing, bringing, excuse me, back to one. So it's always mm-hmm. that encoding, but it's just weird that this like psyop that got, you know, our generation wrapped up and even people older, of course, but so many people were like wrapped up into that. Of course, just another thing to focus on as they're stripping away, you know, rights, the Patriot Act 2.0, you know. It's here. The Patriot Act uh, 2.0 is here, and we're, we're going to download it on our phone. It's the it's the vaccine passport because the the vaccine passport on your phone is really a data thing. They want a data dump, even though they already have your data. They they just want you to be able to put your medical information on there, and then that's going to be able to. As soon as you have that app on your phone, then it can can connect to Bank of America. Then it can it can connect to Chase, and so then it can shut you down if you don't have your password. It can digitally shut you down. So that's why they have to install that software on your phone because all money is digital basically so that's why that's the that's the passport is just the introduction to the government controlled app and that app in order for us to be able to shop in order for us to be able to travel is going to have to connect to our major banks and our major accounts and that's how they're gonna be able to shut you off facebook they're gonna be able to shut you off youtube they're gonna be able to shut you off all the stuff at once because the tech companies are even saying that if you get kicked off one platform, you should be taken off all of them. So this is going to be their new way at censorship. They're going to say, hey, hey, we're going to combine us. We're going to have the UniPass, the social media pass. And this pass will give you access to all your social media. It'll get rid of all the trolls. It'll get rid of the catfish accounts because we'll know that you have to have a social security number to get on our account. And as soon as they do that, it's literally going to be like the the future, uh, like that Black Mirror episode. Where they can shut you off everything all at once because cutting you off on YouTube and then you can go to Rockfan, then you can go to Vimeo. Then, you know, if you have a big enough audience, people will follow you in this day and age. So they're going to have to kill that because nobody watches TV. The internet is the main source of entertainment and so that's why they're going to have to actually be able to cut you that's the only way they can totally cut you off the internet is when you have that app connected to your whole entire life and alex it, it just like what you said earlier what you guys were saying earlier like the conquer and divide is actually what it's going to mostly be it's going to be like social credit score kind of what sam's been saying lately where uh people will essentially just rat on people uh and then you'll have a quota of giving like a uh a uh what am i trying to say like when you rate you know a place on what's that for yelp, yelp yelp yeah you'll have to like give reviews is what i'm trying to say oh they, it'll they're be gonna... mandatory it's gonna be like five reviews a week or something and well, you'll, you'll get a dock like a detailed you, you, you know you'll, you, you'll get a they'll give you they'll dock you for not doing a review on somebody else yeah. that's how it'll work yeah so it'll just be totally what orwell was putting out which you know revelation yeah. of the method even if it even if it was all like he was just trying to tell people it is pretty revelation of the method it's like it's too on the nose and plus the year that he chose anyways and what that represents the mirrored version and there's a lot that goes into that um i actually another show (laughs) i don't know about that can you quickly get into that because 1984 is one of my favorite books so well just the fact that 48 was a huge pivotal pivotal year and that was uh, things that they put in place like the Smith Munstacht and um, you know think Israel was founded. There was like mm. a ton of things. Israel was founded in 1948. Yeah, 
That's all you need to know. That's all you need. I mean, that's about, that's all you need to know about that date being important to people. Um, okay, Chris, well, dude, you came, you saw, you conquered, but I want to make this point too. It's like, guys, we're in the thick of all this stuff and people are like, oh, you guys are conspiracy nuts. This isn't going to happen. Well, these sickos aren't worried about our lifetime. You know, they're, they're thinking a hundred years ahead. So guys, right yeah. now, I want everybody to close your eyes. I mean, hopefully everybody will still be here and there's not going to be some sort of, you know, whatever the culling doesn't happen. But just imagine even if a culling doesn't happen or whatever. And guys, imagine a hundred years from now just imagine what do you think it's going to be like it's going to be exactly what the fuck we're talking about your neighbors are going to be telling on you you're going to have an app that controls you you're going to have a car you're going to have a climate change they're going to literally make you feel so guilty that you're basically you're you're just your carbon footprint will make you a criminal just by breathing guys and so they're going to have to tax you on the, the your carbon footprint so much so that they're going to tell you i said this earlier i believe this chris that they're going to be able to plug your consciousness into a computer and that is the only way where you are non you're a non-selfish uh, bot by going into the matrix and uh, giving yourself up for the greater good just like you're vaccinating yourself not to protect yourself but to protect others you know how you're in i do i totally agree and the last little thing i guess i'll say real quick is you know how you're talking like you have your inner dialogue for sure and um what if that's what just switches off and maybe something is more like persistent like you know how when you uh, get in a car and now the new sensors don't uh allow you to not have your seatbelt on even if you're going like a mile an hour oh yeah ding ding over and Mm -hmm. over it might be something like that where you have to like actually acknowledge the mainframe. Dude, it, it, dude, no, what are you talking about, Chris? In the new infrastructure bill that they're going to have anti-alcohol devices uh, have to be in the new cars that are being made. So they're going to actually, supposedly, oh, the, the, oh, yes, and guess what they're saying for the, uh, yeah, this is a fact. This is in the new infrastructure bill. I can pull oh, it up. I don't, yes, in the new infrastructure bill. And guess what? It's not even a breathalyzer. The the, the method that they say they're going to use, there's going to be two cameras, and the cameras are going to be able to look at your eye. This is what they're saying. The technology is not even going to be a breathalyzer. Because people are like, oh, there's going to have automatic breathalyzer? Like, oh, no, it's going to be way easier than that. It's just going to be two cameras that look into your eyes and they'll be able to tell if you're drunk. Literally, this is the new infrastructure bill. I swear. Oh, so they're going to be able to tell when I'm high? Well, basically, oh. yeah. Yes, anti-drinking devices in infrastructure bill. Let me see if I can pull it up because it's just so outrageous. I can't believe not everybody's seen this because you have to like look at the bill. Let's see. Hidden infrastructure bill. This is it. Let me show you guys. This is the last thing. Everybody needs to see this. Uh, hidden in the in- infrastructure bill. Hidden in the infrastructure bill, mandatory alcohol and drug detectors and new devices. So uh, contained on page 1066, 1066 of the 1.1 trillion infrastructure bill that passed the Senate on Tuesday is is a hidden price hike on new vehicles. The price hike comes in the form of a mandate that all new vehicles within six years will be required to have passive monitoring devices to detect drug and alcohol overuse in the vehicle. The bill, which is mainly to fix roads, bridges, dams, and broadband, doesn't say breathalyzer, but refers to passive systems that monitor the performance of drivers. That is usually accomplished by measuring the alcohol in the air inside the vehicle if a driver doesn't pass the test the car won't start uh the new requirement has been talked about since 2019 blah 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 but supposedly like i said if you read this it's not going to be a breathalyzer in the car it's going to be cameras that uh that tell if you're drunk or not so i mean it's literally george orwell's 1984 you have no privacy you can't you thought you had privacy in your car you could sing loud you could sing your rihanna and you could be gay and free no way. You can't be gay and free in your car. You got to be there like scared that your CIA is just watching you all the time. So 
It's really Big Brother. Is It's worse than Big Brother. That's why all that programming, that's why they made that show. That's why they called that show uh, Survivor, Big Brother. Yeah, Big that's, brother. What we're, that's what we are. We are actually living that. We're in Survivor. We're in Big Brother, except you know the cameras are the, the street cameras, the ring cameras, our cell phone cameras, because the people, the elitists, they're watching us, they're controlling us, and they're getting a kick out of making us look stupid and wearing six masks and uh, anal swabbing our buttholes for the virus. Insane. Exactly. I don't know how people are just putting up with it. Like they're just letting us succumb to tyranny. It's like people want servitude. It's almost like uh, all this Huxley brave new world, right? So it's rough. Yeah. People love it. All right, Chris, I'm gonna let you go yeah. so I can say goodbye properly Thank to Bailey. Hey, thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks, Chris. On. And you uh, and your link. People put in the chat oh. your link. I'll put it at the end too. Thank you, Chris. You're you the man. It, all right, see ya. Thank you. Bye. Well, Bailey, uh, Chris is a really knowledgeable truther. He knows a lot. He was on Tinfoil Hat as well. I mean, you know, uh, did I lose you? Did I lose you, Bailey? You'll come back. I think she'll come back. Her, see, her internet's in the yellow. No, so nope, no, nope, right You're here. there. You're here. Well, Bailey, Chris is, you know, he's bringing a lot of the gravy, a lot of the symbolism. Uh, so what are you going to want to leave us with? You know, you came, you saw, you conquered. You got to come on again. We got to do, we got to, uh, uh, you know, do another stream in maybe a month or two when, when some more stuff happens, maybe after 9-11. Are you there? Are you there, Bailey? Hello? Yeah, definitely. No, I'm here. Uh, okay. I'd be totally down for that. That sounds awesome. And uh, I'm scared because I think there's something is going to happen during the uh, flu season. I think that these people who got the vaccines or... Whatever it is, I'm not sure. Like some people think there's a microchip in there. Okay, they're going to flitch on a kill switch for the next flu season. Personally, I think, and the science uh, confirms this, the vaccines are like inhibiting your own uh, immune system. And it's making it so that you're uh, more susceptible to get sick if you do get COVID. And, you know, it's worsened the effects. Um, you could die, stuff well, like that. Well, we have to take this off YouTube now. It sucks. We thought, I should have said we can't say. The vaccine is safe and effective. It's oh. the most. It's the best drug that's ever been invented. Dr. Fauci is, is very smart. Everybody needs to go get their Moderna or Pfizer. I've gotten uh, two Johnson yeah. & Johnsons. I've gotten three Modernas. And uh, my genitals swelled up the size of a grapefruit. But I feel terrible but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what i'm doing is helping everybody so we are pro vaccine we love vaccine yes, we everybody are. sign up but yeah i, I mean six boosters so i hope everyone else gets theirs too because otherwise my seventh won't work so that's what i'm saying so guys we always want to say we youtube even though we got to take it off rough and here we'll, we'll uh well i guess we'll just let's i hate i hate you know they're so uh, you did you get kicked off youtube do you have a youtube channel uh uh i, uh, I have a youtube channel but i haven't <clears throat> put anything up there i am the biggest procrastinator i suck but i'm gonna start my own podcast show very soon here Hopefully. you had to do a podcast it's not that hard because you don't have to edit it or anything see now i might have to take this down and re-edit this last five minutes where we talk oh, about I'm vaccines so no no i don't care i didn't tell you not to talk about vaccines i, I i'm saying well, obviously we know that what's going on with that because there's such true truthers i should have said hey we have to sarcastically say shit because uh people the censorship and the ai is absolutely absurd but we just want to say that we love our fauci ouchie and that we recommend everybody go and get uh johnson and johnson astrazeneca don't worry about the myocarditis don't worry about the experimental use none of that matters all that matters is that you're vaccinated and that means you can shop you can shop in new york city you can shop in los angeles and you can shop in san francisco everywhere else if you live everywhere else you're a douche and your life is unimportant and you need to move to those civic centers as soon as possible and you need to enroll in your vaccine passport and you need to go get your booster because if you're not boosted yet, you're endangering my grandmother, 
my child, and I'm transitioning. I'm transitioning. My immune, I'm immunocompromised. I'm on, I'm on, uh, I'm on penis shrinking pills. So I, my my liver is a mess, guys. So please protect me, protect the people. That's all I want. So what do you want to leave us with, Bailey? What, what, where can people find you, and what's what's on the horizon for you? Uh, so like my main platform that I'm on all the time is Instagram. So feel free to follow me at uh, rock and roll space, Witch. it used to be rock and roll, but that got deleted. Um, rock and roll space, Witch is my YouTube. So when I start my podcast, I'll probably upload both on there. I might upload on Rockfin too. I did tell Sam that I would do that. So we'll have to see where I actually go. But uh, yeah, I feel like I'm going to put out some stuff pretty soon here. I have a twin. We like to do some really good banter back and forth, so maybe we'll uh, put out some videos. Who knows? But what? Uh, you got a Instagram. twin, Bailey? You got to do. You got to be the conspiracy twins. Oh my god, you guys will go triple viral. You have two twins talking about some conspiracy stuff. That's gonna be the biggest thing ever. I didn't realize that. My cousins are twins, so I have twin. Maybe when I have babies, I hope I have triplets. Um, actually, they say that I was a triplet and I ate both my brothers in the womb because I was so oh dominant. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's what that, they say about us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and that makes sense because. I am a dominant species. And I mean, listen, I've had 19 vaccines and I feel freaking A-OK. So you know that I am a hybrid. I'm one human plus two babies, which makes you pretty, pretty, pretty good. Okay, what's wrong? It? You got all those uh, extra stem cells in you. So you must be super smart and you could just like get cut and it's nobody's business, right? Just a little bit of extra stem cell, a little bit of extra AstraZeneca. That's all you need, and that's all you need just to get, just to sleep at night and stay healthy. And I'll tell you what, I feel terrible. My nose bleeds every time I wake up in the morning, and my eyes are red, uh, redder than the devil's dick, as they say. But it's worth it because my protection and your protection is what's most important. 100%. And uh, the most important thing is that your kids, the housekeepers, the recipes are the same, right? That's, so that's what I'm on about. Yeah. That's yes, thank you, Bailey. That's what these people don't realize is every time I lose a housekeeper, the new pupusa recipe is different. I, I'm asking a girl from El Salvador to make pupusas. A girl in Honduras doesn't make the same pupusa recipe as a woman from El Salvador. They use a different quiote cheese. They use a different technique on the girdle, the griddle, whatever you want to call it. You know, one uses a frying pan. One uses. I don't. I want the same consistency. I'm consistent here. I'm the conspiracy castle. I'm the consistent castle. I come here with the show every day. The least my maid can do is make me a good pupusa, like the last maid that died of COVID nineteen. Tina, my transition children. <laughs> oh, life is so hard for us. But Bailey, this is this is one last thing we got to end on. Seeing a young, a beautiful woman like you that's smart, it gives me hope for the future. I'm not saying that hitting on you. I'm saying, you know, most people are fat, stupid, and brainwashed, don't even know what's going on. The fact there's at yeah. least two of you. I mean, there's another you and you have a sister, you have an offspring. Hopefully you guys will get pregnant, have some babies, wake some people up. I'll all have some babies. You know what I mean? We need more people like us. And it gives me hope yeah. seeing a woman like yourself that is so educated and knows what she's talking about. The hope is I'm smoking my hopium Yo. right now. Thank you, Alex. That's awesome. That's great to hear. Yeah, I know. Honestly, uh, I've been losing a little bit of hope, but I'm looking around like, luckily I have a pretty good support system. I have a couple like best friends. They're all pretty woke. So I think there's hope. Let's all hope. Well, listen, they, they scare us and make us build our own prison around us. So guys don't live in fear. You know, do, don't live in that constant trauma-based mind control uh, 
fight or flight state that they put you in. As long as you don't do that, like like I said, we were just joking how I said all that stupid stuff at that school board meeting. But at that school board meeting, you could tell like everybody was in that low vibrational energy, that trauma-based mind control. And it's just sad because it doesn't matter when they get home, they're constantly thinking about it. They can't ever unplug from it. They can't see the manipulation or they, they hear about it and they want to block it. And they want, they like the COVID. They want to believe that a pandemic is going on because they want to be a victim. And that's the problem. You're either awake or you're like loving a victim because you've been a victim your whole life for whatever reason we've glamorized being second place and that by being in second place you are better than first place and that's where we're at right now i just don't know when we molded society to like fit the needs of the weakest and most pathetic people in society i don't know when that happened but I am not for it. But yeah, honestly, I hope there's hope. There's people like me, people like you, and uh, we're just sharing our knowledge. So yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's have hope for the future. Positivity aside from negativity, am I right? You are 100% right. So everybody, Bailey's, uh, uh, her Instagram is in the description. Everybody go follow her account right now. I want her to get some more followers tonight. She's like, oh my God, it was cool going on the Conspiracy Castle. I got some followers on my Instagram. Be cool. Do me a favor. Go follow her Instagram. Do Primetime 99 Stan a favor, all right? And then do Bailey a favor. Go follow her. And guys, be on the lookout because we got twins coming in hot with some conspiracy queso. And that's a, that's a, here in Texas, that's cheese dip. I don't know what you guys call it in Canada, but I'll tell you this much. Beautiful lady like you might make me move to Canada for the free healthcare because I'm definitely going to get diabetes because I just had a McDonald's Big Mac with no meat. I, I don't eat meat. So I'm, I had to put my mom's dog to sleep this morning. I talked about it in my first show earlier today. I don't want to get into it, but I had to eat some comfort food. That's I got so sad. No, but so listen, sorry that happened. But listen, I got a Big Mac with no meat. I feel so sick. I feel like this whole episode, I'm going to feel like I've had diarrhea. So I just want to say, don't eat a McDonald's, guys. Only I can eat a McDonald's because I can take 16 vaccines. I am part lizard. Um, so that's why. That's why I can do it because of the lizard part of my body. So, guys. A bit of uh, human DNA in there. So steer clear of that, guys. But you can tell the size of my head that I'm part Nephilim because I have such a big head. My head doesn't fit the size <laughs> of my body. So that's all you need to know. All right, guys. I love y'all. Peace and good night.